All right, you guys, we're back again. And today, I'm going to go ahead and let my guest introduce themselves and tell us they have... It's going to be a very interesting episode, considering the month that it is, uh, Mental Health Awareness. So we're going to go ahead on and get into the show. All right. Why don't you tell us about yourself? So, hi, Gina. Thank you for allowing me on the show um, this evening. So my name is Tashia Nicholson, and um, I'm kind of Jackie of all trades. But based on tonight's show, I'll just hone in on one of those trades, if you will. So in 2019, I wrote a book called Can't Be Noir, The Black Girl's Guide to Surviving Women in the Club. Um, and what that turned into was an outdoor, um, kind of like outdoor adventure group for black and brown women um, of color. And so what we do, or what I do is uh, curate outdoor events, um, camping, hiking, we've been kayaking, um, the ladies want to go do archery at some point and horseback riding this year, but essentially curate outdoor adventures um, for women of color, but the whole part of it, and where it kind of started, um, was to get us to kind of reconnect to ourselves, right, using nature, I say using nature as our, as our teacher, um, but then outside of that, it's also building sisterly connections. It's also like re-finding um, that adventure that a lot of us lose as we grow up, right? We kind of like adulting kind of squeezes the child out of us. So it kind of gets us back into that 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 mindset a little bit. Um, and then it kind of challenges. They're like, you know, hiking, especially and camping, um, they challenge us in ways I think that a lot of people don't think. You know, I often say, especially on a challenging hike, putting one foot in front of the other is kind of a metaphor for life, right? Because um, you got to get through it and you can't just get stuck in the woods. So it's just kind of helping us deal with things head on um, and doing it together. I love this. Like, I just absolutely love all of this because, you know, we grow up with this. Well, all of us may not have, but I know a lot of people at least that I grew up with. We grew up with this stereotype of black people don't go camping. Mm -hmm. And that's where this got started. That's why I wrote the book. And um, I love I love that whole idea and the, the whole statement of just unplugging and focusing on yourself. I feel like that's something we all need to do because we're all so caught up in social media and everyone else's life and work and school and whatever else you have going on you very rarely take a moment to just step back from all of it. Right, right. That's very true. And a lot of times, I kind of fell in love with camping almost immediately. And I think it was for that reason. I didn't realize it at the time. But it requires you to be, like, 100% present. Like, like you're saying, like, we're so stuck in social media and so stuck being half present with people who are around, right? Um, but when you're in nature and you're camping and everything gets done only because you are doing it, like you're making this environment happen, um, you have to be fully invested in it. So, you know, it, it kind of, it kind of brings you back into, or keeps, like, brings you away from the distractions that we face, you know, in our everyday lives. So tell us what like a normal day would be like in that setting, like from morning to night. Like what what would the day consist of? Put us, put the listeners there for a day because I, I love this whole thing. Like I'm so excited. <laughs> Thanks, I love it. 
camping trip? Yes. Like, take us take camping. us through a day a camping trip because I've never been camping because unfortunately my parents fall under the black people don't go camping stereotype. So I would love to. I'm I'm grown now, but I still would love to. And this sounds like this is giving me a reason to want to go camping. Yeah. So hopefully I can make you a believer by the end of this. <laughs> Just to, I'm going to answer your question, but to double back on what you just said a few times is that, you know, this whole narrative that black people don't, and in this case, it would be camping, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that was one of the things that kind of encouraged me to write the book, because no matter who I was standing in front of, whenever I was saying I was going camping, people would give me this look like, you're going camping, you know, you know what face I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would be like, yeah, I'm going camping. So when I started talking to and realize that like women who look like us also subscribe to this notion of what we don't we don't do and like you said your parents um it was kind of like why like why do we feel like this and you know i had to check my privilege because it was something i hadn't thought about because i've grown up in nature right um so it wasn't something i really had to think about um or really gave thought to but um one of the reasons why is because we don't see ourselves in nature you right. know and i had to accept that as well like um, when it comes to nature and outdoor recreation, it's very male dominated. Like if you think about a Dick's commercial or REI commercial or any type of like you know outdoor wilderness commercial, most often it's going to have men in it, and more often than not, white men, right? Right. So you know, part of the I always say we all know this the saying: if you can see it, you can achieve it, but we don't see it. So what? Camping Aware does also, and I'm not the only group like it, there's there's several out there, but it's putting us on the map, especially black women, because we are the least visible when it comes to outdoor recreation, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. um, so it's, it's putting us on the map, it's giving us kind of this compass for us to be able to say, oh, okay, so we do do this, right? So we can start changing that narrative mm-hmm. um, and start feeling, you know, completely comfortable taking up space in these environments. And so going back to your question, that's what we do when we're in the woods or whether it's a hike, it's camping, we're out there taking up space. (laughs) As we should. We belong everywhere. As we should. And so a day, so the camping trips that we do at Camp Noir are, I would say, they can be as structured or as um, flexible as the energy of the group right mm-hmm. um a lot of our camping events are intimate meaning there's not really more than like 12 people mm-hmm. and i like it that way because it allows us to really um bond with one another it really allows for a safe space to be created it allows for difficult conversations to be had as well um or challenges or for people to just feel free kind of you know just flowing and being vulnerable and moving however you know mother nature is is encouraging or guiding them to move um so you know what could happen and what might be available um so in our camping trip that's coming up in june um it's of course we're we're tent campers so we're sleeping in tents so to paint that picture for you and um it's you know you have the whole fire pit you have your whole um camping table we have our food situation set up we have our um our canopy over the fire pit because you know just like in most black families 
the kitchen is where everything goes down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so when you're in the woods, the fire pit is the kitchen, if you will. And, um, you know, it's just, it's a lot of, it's a lot of talking. Um, it's a lot of tending to the fire. It's a lot of, you know, things like we got to eat. And again, like I said earlier, you have to make that happen. So we might get up whenever everybody gets up and starts moving, let's say on a Saturday, because that's usually the longest day that we're, we're out there. Um, breakfast starts getting made. We'll go ahead and clean up. We might sit around and, you know, talk for a minute. Then we might go on a hike. Or some of us might go on a hike. The other part of the party might decide they want to hang back. Um, in June, we have the option to go kayaking while we're also camping. So some people might want to do that. Others might not. Um, the camping trip is coming up in October. They have paintball and they have whitewater rafting nearby. So some people might choose to do that. Some people might not. There's no forced anything. Um, I often say when we go into nature where a lot of people when they go in are, are looking for something answers they're listening, looking for a sign they're doing something um so it's like i never want to interfere with, with what somebody might need from the experience right? right so all these things might be there and they might be available to you to do and take part in um either with the group or by yourself but if none of that suits you and you just need to get away away from it all for a second and just wake up or go to sleep to the sound of crickets and wake up to the sound of the rain on the t- on your tent then and then you are free to do that as well <laughs> like no one's forcing anybody to do anything um and i think that's also the beauty of it as well um because again you are allowed to fully participate in the group or fully immerse yourself in nature to the extent that you want to um and that's just that's the vibe that's the vibe of the weekend that's beautiful. I so because recently, me and a few of the girls, I have this group that's for my show, and we kind of just talk about like they give me topics to talk about and you know questions to ask the guests and things, and a few of us were just trying to just change and walk this new you know life path and get more connected you know, to the outside and less be on our phone less and be engaged in social media less. So when I heard about this, I was like, oh, this is perfect to have on the show. Oh, I love that. So I love that it connected with you. Um, yeah, that, that, that means a lot. So thank you for sharing that. So when the, the group is formed for the trip, is it usually a group of all people that know each other? Is it all complete strangers? What is the typical age groups? Um, so they, I will say more often than not for our hikes and our camping trips. And that's been one of the beautiful things about it for me. So many women have shown up that don't know anybody, not one single person, um, which I don't take lightly because you're trusting me. And, and a lot of times it's like their first camping trip where they haven't been in a long time. So it's like, you're trusting me with this whole experience. And I don't take that for granted at all, right? Right. Um, I'm also very fortunate that the women who have participated in our events, well, again, whether it's a hike, a camping trip, like everybody, I, I always say, like there are some dope ass women that com- that make up the the camping or community and sisterhood. Like they're 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 dope. Like everybody has a beautiful spirit. Everybody is about uplifting 
um, other women. They're about helping each other. There have been so many connections. You know, people say connections are made out on the golf course. I've seen it happen right in front of my face on the trail, right? Right. <laughs> so, you know, it is, I I feel very confident when I say to people who are like, well, I want to go, but I don't have anybody that will go with me. Well, come by yourself. I promise you, you will find somebody that you vibe with there because everybody is just in their own nature, a good person and, um, you know, willing to help. Nobody, a lot of times, like I said, people are coming on their first or, you know, very inexperienced as far as um, camping goes. And so, you know, everybody has these varying skill sets. And it doesn't matter because if you, we're all picking up the slack for whoever, where we're falling short the whole time. And that's how things get done. It's not that you're a burden. It's not anything. It's just, I know how to do this better and I got you. You know what I mean? Our goal at the end of this is the same. So, um, yeah, it is, it's, um, it's, it's awesome. The community that is being built around Camping Noir. I, I, I envisioned this, but I never really thought it was possible, especially because we started during, I launched during the pandemic. Oh. Um, and I think that was the other thing that I realized about it, having launched the pandemic, which was nerve wracking. But when a lot of us were being forced to go inside, this allowed a lot of us to still be outside and be outside together and do it safely. And that was especially important for women in the group like myself who were quarantining alone. So at least you had something once a month to look forward to, even if it did require, you know, six miles through the woods. Right. <laughs> but you did have something to look forward to where you knew that you were going to be at least if for a moment in the um the 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 same you know community and same space as women like you and that was a lot that was something a lot of us couldn't say for you know the better part of 18 months true very true so there is this thing going on in this generation where a lot of women say oh, well, I don't have female friends or, oh, I don't like having female friends. Doing this, what would you say, do you feel like there's a, a certain amount of importance to having at least a friend or a few friends who are women like you in your in your life? Girl, yes. Okay, I don't think that you and I would be on this call right now if I didn't have at least one good girlfriend to get me through in this life. Um, sister is important. Like, it really, really is. And it's unfortunate that the narrative that is being painted via TV, especially reality TV, um, just puts us black women, first of all, in such an unfavorable light a lot of times, more often than not, that's the choice that's, that's made but often kind of puts us all in a, a situation where it looks like we're always um, against each other. Yes, I and agree. my experience is that that is the furthest thing from the truth. But I will say that I did live a period of life where I was kind of indoctrinated to thinking that, like, you know, women are out to get you, they're jealous of you. Um, like, I, I almost fell prey to that thought process by listening to other people around me, but then you have to stop and look at your actual experience. And that was not my experience with the women that I had in my circle. Um, 
And like I said, if I did not have that, I, we wouldn't be on this call. <laughs> We'd probably be crazy somewhere <laughs> in a padded room somewhere. Um, so yes, I think having at least one go-to person, one woman who can be a safe space for you, where you can be yourself, good, bad, ugly, or indifferent, um, is there is paramount to just the, the well-being, like a well-being of a woman. Y'all, I can't even, she's, and I always have something to say, but she is just giving, she's saying it all, everything. I love this, but, okay, so we have one question from one of the ladies out of the group. They would like to know, what is your opinion on unplugging from everything? Social media, just taking a step back from going out, just how important do you feel like it is to just how and how often do you feel like we as black because you know we as black women we go through a lot women in general go through a lot but i'm sure you know we as black women go through a lot so how do you feel and how often do you think we should just everyone should just take a step back i think as often as we can we are so distracted (laughs) we are walking around so distracted and it's a shame. Um, this show is not about it because I could go. We could go down a rabbit hole right now, but I think the distraction is intentional. Um, you oh, know, I agree. When things like you know the Will Smith things are taking over the news, I'm, I'm sitting over here looking like Leah. But what else is really what's going on that's not in the news right now, or that you know you just have the quick ticker tape that goes by that nobody's paying attention to because we're all looking at the the bright shiny thing over here. Um, so, yeah, distractions to me, I think, are, are are dangerous. And I think we're programmed to to basically um, lean into them more so than be by ourselves. A lot of people are scared to be by themselves. Um, but disconnecting, I think, is, is one of the most important things that we can do, especially as women, for our mental health. Um, because whether we want to believe it or not, all that scrolling, whether it's, you know, you know, have you heard the term doom scrolling? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, that's a real thing. And it's like, you know, I, I don't think we often realize, we often put the emphasis on like what we're putting into our bodies via food, but we don't think about what we're putting into our bodies via like what we're visually taking in. Um, and often again, because we're distracted by the scrolling, are we taking time to really process how we're receiving the information that we're taking in, but our bodies are are receiving it and it's sending messages to it and we're having responses to it, whether or not we are, you know, um, consciously aware of it or not. And so I think it is important to turn off. I often say you have to disconnect to reconnect. The same way, you know, you control alt delete a computer to get it to reboot. Sometimes we need that just for ourselves and that 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 there's there's beauty in that silence. Um, oftentimes when we go camping, I've select I select um, campsites that you will be hard pressed to find a Wi Fi connection. Ooh. You don't have the option really of going on like your phone. That. And that's just hmm. I like that idea. 
Yeah, and it's it's I and it, it's because it's like you know again it's just so it's so easy to be distracted. It's so much easier for us to be distracted in our society than it is for us to like focus and slow down, which is kind of crazy. A lot of us forget that like rest is a good thing. We think we have to be producing all the time. That we have to be going. We must be you know in movement all the time. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. And that's what's driving most of us crazy. Think about it. The the super black woman superwoman syndrome that we've we signed oh, up yes. for. Oh yes, I've given that away. I have. I am not. No, I cannot do it all. No, I will not do it all. Y'all got and it. No, I don't want to do. <laughs> and it I all. don't like, want to do it all. Right, y'all got this. Like I'm done. <laughs> I am done. We've done enough. Um, to do both but i absolutely agree everybody doesn't have you know hundreds of dollars for one you know a spa day go outside but going outside is important i started like i mentioned you know trying to change just certain habits and certain parts of my lifestyle like i've just started going outside if i'm like on my lunch break or something and just sitting in the sun and just soaking up like that energy you feel so much better yes Vitamin D is very important. That sun on our skin, and you know, our skin is built for the sun. So it's like, you know, it's 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 all it all plays a part. Like every part of being outside in nature is benefiting us in some way, and we just need to embrace it and really bask in it more than we than we currently do. 
Absolutely, I agree. So put your phone down and go outside this summer, please. Yeah. Go outside. <laughs> go outside and, and get. And it doesn't the... have to be. I tell people it doesn't have to be like some. If, you, if you're talking about hiking, it doesn't have to be you know some ten mile hike. It could be you know one New York City block. <laughs> a walk around your property, your house, anywhere. Just take mm-hmm. a. Uh, you could take a walk around your house or something small. Take a walk to the nearest store. Like, just get outside. Get outside. Get your body moving. Breathe fresh air. Get that sun on your skin. Um, you know, get that, that those those heart, those heavy hormones going. Because they start getting released the, mo- the moment your body, the body likes to move. <laughs> the way that the world is now, I agree with what you said earlier your mental health is has to be such a priority now because things are just going in such an interesting direction i'll say that yeah it is um and i i don't know what your experience was during the pandemic but there was a beauty to like the quiet of it in the beginning it it was i'll say at first once i realized because, you know, every, everything's shutting down. I did have a job at the time that was a part of, you know, one of the businesses that would be shutting down. So once I got adjusted into the work from home life, I did start to find, like, I I spent the most time with myself, like, that first six or seven months. I really just was by myself, you know, with my kids or, you know, if my kids were gone, just really enjoying me I learned so much about myself the stuff that I could do you know hobbies and all that and I felt like I wouldn't say you know the circumstances were the best reason that it happened but I felt like that was needed and I feel like it's so many people that are walking around on autopilot they don't even really know their self they just know all right I gotta get up and go to work I gotta take care of my kids or I gotta tend to my husband or whatever the case may be like nobody You haven't had time to really sit back and be like, who am I? And I feel like this pandemic, if you didn't get that from it, then you, I don't know. But like, if you did, if you were one of the ones that were able to sit back and really kind of discover yourself in a sense, I feel like it's opened my eyes to a whole lot. Because you, when you have to sit still, you pay attention to more. So you start noticing things that you didn't really pay attention to because your body was just on autopilot. Like, I got to get this done. I got to get this done. Now, when you have to sit still and be like, really start processing things, you really do learn a lot. Mm-hmm. That's very true. That's very true. Really, it's... It was one of the most beautiful parts about the pandemic for me. And, and I think a lot of people had that same awakening, if you will. Like you learned, I know so many people who started businesses and picked up on new talents and went to school and because we had all this time. So it's like, I feel like this was one of those experiences that kind of backs up that statement. You can take the good out of something bad. Like it was a bad circumstance, but like there was a lot of good that came out of it if you took advantage of the situation. Absolutely. I totally agree with you on that. But that's like, that's a give and take. Like, you gotta put something, you know, it, it makes, it was interesting. Um, I I feel like 
everything that's going on now isn't really all that great, but I mean, hey, we're here and we're making it work. But tell everyone how they can go about going on a camping trip. So, um, well, in, in terms of like, if they wanted to just be like, I want to explore it. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> excuse me. <coughs> Pardon me, Jean, I'm sorry. It's probably a good time to um, plug my book again, right? So, <laughs> because that outlines kind of like the step-by-step of all the things that you need to consider for um, planning a, a camping trip. And it's, again, it's called Camping Noir, the Black Girl's Guide to Surviving a Weekend Unplugged. And it is available on Amazon. But I go through all the steps in terms of how to locate a campsite, things that you need to be mindful of um, when selecting your campsite. Uh, <clears throat> there's different types of camping. Um, I think the one that a lot of first-timers would be... Um, more interested in doing would be kind of like glamping or tent camping with a glamping field which is kind of what we do <clears throat> so how do you select those um and determine what type of camping you want to do for the first time what kind of distinguishes the, the different types of camping from one another um once you do select it and you show up well before you show up what are the things that you need to buy for it so depending on your experience when we first went camping we we're sleeping on air mattresses and now we do cots i'm not going to say the cots are more uh comfortable than air mattresses but at least get you off the ground so you know kind of giving those those kind of like hacks and um shortcuts in terms of making sure that you're as comfortable as possible while you're while you're in the woods and then items that you would need in terms of like what your menu should look like so in the book i do have recipes for like easy fire pit um recipes that can be made while you're camping um and it also makes for a very easy camping menu that you can purchase from the supermarket so you're not like having to come out with like you know 80 different things ingredients that you can recycle to create kind of different meals for the course of a weekend like a three-day weekend in the in the woods um i talk about lighting and because of course a lot of times we're in state forests and parks and unless you're on a glamping experience um, where they might have electricity you are creating your own light (laughs) and it can get very dark in some of these locations so the options for like lanterns and recommendations for that um how to build a fire because that is a source of heat and light um what else what other um lighting options you have have in terms of like torches and flashlights and how many lumens and all these things that you learn once you go camping basically Um, y'all go get the book go get the book yes go get the book go get the book because it's like we talk i talk about like hygiene and um menstrual cycles that we have like as women Uh, one of the biggest questions I get when camping is like um like I have some friends that are love their makeup and they're like well where am I going to put my makeup and I'm like girl anybody looking at you out here in the woods and the trees are not trying to date you so what (laughs) are you on with full face makeup on (laughs) so just kind of like you know trying to get women to understand that it's not a beauty contest in the woods. You can literally just 
take just take just take the cape off, like all the way off, and it's okay. Everybody's accepting you, right? Um, we talk about things like chafing because we know a lady with thighs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gotta address those things, especially when you're camping and hiking in the heat. Um, and then another situation that we've had often, which was is camping in the rain. So talking about that and just the things that you need to be mindful of because it's a little different. <clears throat> um, just in terms of like where you want to put your tent. Are you, is the rain going to manifest itself into a storm? Because if so, you want to make sure that you're not placing your tent anywhere around trees because that this is a concept called widow makers where like high winds or lightning potentially create um, down limbs that can fall in your tent and, and harm you pretty bad. So just making sure that, you know, given different weather conditions that you could face while camping, that you know what, um, caveats to keep in mind to ensure your safety throughout it so yeah it kind of goes through it goes through the whole thing and i say all that it probably sounds long the book is only like 75 pages so it's it's pretty quick and in the process of it we're discussing where i use stories from our camping experiences um to kind of keep it fun and colorful um and you know for the reader's experience definitely gonna go get the book because I've never been camping and I feel like I need to read this before I go camping so I know I'm gonna get it I'm gonna definitely I'm gonna try it out y'all I I might take the show into the woods if I you know get the (laughs) strength to go I'm in Ohio but I'm from Florida I'm definitely gonna get the book because I've always I'm camping is on my bucket list so we gonna see I'm how curious, it goes. Like, it, I, I fell in love with it the first time we went. I highly encourage everybody to try it at least once. Um, a lot of times. Oh, and the other question I get often that deters I think deters a lot of people is where are they going to bathe and shower. So campsites again, depending on what you go, have everything from like they might have pools on the campsite if you do like a KOA. But oftentimes again we're doing um locations that have bathhouses. So you have a place to shower, you have a place to brush your teeth of running toilets, um or um working toilet toilets. But that's not the case everywhere. But that does exist. So if whatever your camping experience is or whatever your ideal camping experience is or whatever you think that is, it's a, there's something out there for you. So I, I think when people think about it, they think sleeping, like naked and afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what people think when they hear camping. And it's like, no, there's literally an experience out there. 
there that you can customize for, you know, whatever your your mind is thinking about. So don't let that be a deterrent. Every camping situation is not a naked and great situation. So if, you're, if that's your bucket list, um, anybody listening that's on your bucket list, absolutely look into it. Um, and if people have questions, I'm happy to help them find um, locations that they think will facilitate that, that first-time experience for them. Y'all heard her. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on the show. I enjoyed this episode. I learned so much. And yes, I believe that we should all try to go camping at least once because you can't say you don't like something if you ain't never tried it. Agreed. So, Agreed. <laughs> just give it. We're going to give it a chance, y'all. And again, I want to thank you. Where um can they purchase the book? You said Amazon. Is that correct? Yes, on Amazon. So the book, again, Camping Noir, The Black Girl's Guide Surviving a Weekend Plug, is on Amazon. Um, and I'm, also, go ahead, I'm sorry. I'm going to put the link um, in the show for you guys, so you guys will be able to access it. Yes, and if people want to follow us on social media, um, our handle is Camping Noir on uh, basically every platform, <laughs> TikTok, Facebook, um, twitter and instagram so yeah come on over and um yeah and enjoy the mailing list once you're there all right you guys and thank you guys for listening i'm gonna see y'all next week gina thank you so much for this i appreciate it thank you for coming have a good night you too thank you